I'm an old broken down piece of meat. And I'm alone. You stupid fucking blabbermouth! Take a stand. Bitch, bitch, bitches, leave. Hey team, welcome back to the only podcast where you can hear a couple of guys talk about the movies. Wow. We're here in the chill zone. My name is Scott Sweeney, here with Ryan Ankner. How are you, pal? Scott, uh, how, what's, hap- what's happening, hoops? Hmm. <laughs> I mean, I know you're fired up about this. A new female mm. Starsky and Hutch is in the works at Fox. Bacardi and Cola, do it, do it. <laughs> We here at the program are big fans of Todd Phillips's Starsky and Hutch, starring Owen Wilson and Ben Stiller. Are we not? Uh, yeah, I like it. <laughs> I don't think we need a female version. I'm glad they're back on the making a female remake of things train. Yeah, that that's worked out so well in the past. Who's directing it? Visionary <laughs> director Elizabeth Banks? It's probably her and Olivia Wilde jockeying for this powerful... They're waiting for Cocaine Bear to come out to determine which bomb... <laughs> They're going to... Uh... Cocaine Bear, I, I honestly don't even think, even after like an international DVD release and like 15 years syndicated on TBS, I don't think they'll make even half of their money back. I mean, Elizabeth I, Banks needs to get booed out of Hollywood permanently after this. I like her as an actress. I think she's very charming as an on-screen presence. Yeah, she but... was fine in like whatever like zach and mary make a porno she and, actually was great in that. yeah whatever else she's done i don't i don't even was she on uh children's hospital probably wow i forgot about that yeah. show that was uh i think so somebody fact check that for me somebody knows but yeah starsky and hutch female remake this might lead to me finally getting my female reboot of the boondock saints the boondock angels <laughs> greenlit you i'm know, never sitting on it ever <laughs> it's not what i heard I mean, we can hope. I can dream, basically. Um, who was starring in that again? Like they Pam Adams and Fly as Posters? <laughs> yes. From if, Melrose? If I can get them. I mean, they're busy gals. Fucking Spiritus Sancti. I fucking <laughs> prayed that Gronk fucking give me the strength to see 80 for Brady in the theater. But I couldn't. I couldn't do it. Sean Patrick Flannery's career has gone so down the tubes. Why couldn't I have been on The Walking Dead? I can ride a motorcycle. The fuck is Norman Reedus got that I can't do? What was he in, like, Date Movie and that's it? I don't even think he was in that. No, it, he was in one of those, like, uh... It's probably in, like, Epic Movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, Date Movie was one of those fucking spoofs. It wasn't even one of the spoofs. It was one of those... What's his face? Um, Gary Marshall, like dud like oh, yeah. holiday related like valentine's day new year's day he made like four or five of those oh yeah in pretty quick succession and they didn't leave a mark on anyone on earth i had sure. uh i was on match.com when valentine's day came out Fucking. and i went on a first date with a woman and got diarrhea during the date that's hot. And, and was and had four i want to say at least four trips to the bathroom and somehow played it off like i was like listen uh I actually got a big business call coming. I'm going to be right back, babe. I think I let her know. Like, I was like, well, I, I had a lot of water. 
or something <laughs> stupid. And it was this Italian restaurant with a tiny little bathroom, like where you're like the door closes and your knees are touching it. Miscusi, miscusi. And it's just like your heart's beating through your chest. Like, I just need this to be the fastest dump imaginable. So that was date one. Date two, Valentine's Day. Mm. And my ex-girlfriend at the time called me in tears and I like listened to the voicemail in the bathroom. Were you also having diarrhea again on the second date? That time I was just peeing. Okay, good. Thankfully. Okay, cool. But either way, it was a terrible one and two. Mm. Not good. That's fucked up. It was actually that girl. This is like all the way back to 2010 or not 2009 even. It was that girl... um, Alex, you mm. and the two of us went to see the crazies at the Patriot Cinema in Hanover. That girl. Do you remember that I instance went, even a little bit? I went with you two. You were there. You were present. It was a threesome. It's a classic move. Me just you sauntering just like along. With a big sprite <laughs> and like some kids. You're like on a movie date. I'm like, yeah, I'll see you there. I'll be right over. <laughs> Yeah, it, uh, you don't remember that occurrence at all? I don't, Timothy uh, Chalamet or whatever, Oliphant there? I mean, I remember the movie. Oh, yeah. That, uh, I mean, I'm in on it. Do you want to get nuts? Come on! Let's get nuts. Hmm. I wonder if he'll be returning on the new season of The Mandalorian, mm. which they just released a trailer for the other day. Wait, uh, Oliphant was in The Mandalorian? Yeah, remember he played like a cool guy, like space sheriff? In an not really last season to be honest i mean, I, I think i abandoned it even though i liked it i was just like ah, i'm good <laughs> i just bailed he's had it i mean speaking of bailing on shows mm. that you used to love oh boy boy in all episodes of arrested development are set to be removed from i Netflix saw that on march, march 15th. 15th what the fuck where's it going this includes the you know original seasons that netflix produced Seasons four and five of the show. And this continues the trend of like these streamers in a bid to get new subscribers. They're deleting their original content from existence. Why don't we go ahead and uh, eliminate profile sharing, raise the price, add commercials, and then delete one of the most popular shows on the platform. That'd be a great move. It really seems just, I don't know who's making decisions over there, but it's like, why? what is this? Whoever Bob Iger replaced, that other Bob... Even though I'm on the record as like the Netflix seasons of Arrested Development are overall pretty bad. Right. Nobody like bring down the legacy of an almost perfect show, in my opinion. Like seasons one through three of that show are just Mm. like for me as good as TV gets. I have them on DVD, so I don't need a streamer. So we're good. Yeah. I imagine you also have them. Oh, yeah, of course. But uh, it's just weird that this is a thing that. (laughs) they're doing right it shouldn't be a thing that we're still talking about after they they brutalized westworld i assume that like seasons one through three they probably have to pay fox for in some sort of capacity and then they own four and five so they're probably just to avoid continuing to pay for that they're like let's just get rid of all of it oh you think they paid fox for four to do their own two seasons in the first place i think they probably have to pay to air a fox show on netflix it's probably not a crazy amount, but they probably have to pay them. Ted something. Sarandos owns Netflix. He's where he's the CEO, the highest stockholder, whatever. Is Netflix owned by a parent company? I don't think they are. I don't think they are either. They trade stock on their. Uh, that doesn't necessarily mean anything. But what I'm wondering is how long until the profile sharing thing ends, and then all the other streamers take suit or follow suit, and mm-hmm. then uh, shows are just going to start dropping like flies. 
They already are. Yeah. It's like, like more so than it is already. Yeah. They were saying streaming's the future. Maybe streaming's the past. Well, we've had this discussion on the thread about like music streaming. Like everyone hates Kanye West now. He's an anti-Semite, all that stuff. I'm still a fan of his music. Is there going to be a day where I go to Spotify and I say, play, you know, Alexa, play, uh, sorry, play Kanye. Nothing, go away. Could you? I just I I almost spelled it out because I didn't think there was one down here and I forgot that there was one down here. Is that right? But yeah, I'm afraid that it'll just vanish off the platform because it's as much as I dislike him as a person now, whatever, I I'm gonna listen yeah. to the fucking music. It's fine. But then you think about it, it's like, well, Marilyn Manson's still on there. Believe it or not, Charles Manson is on Spotify, so if they take Kanye down, it won't it'll make no sense. Charles Manson, he's got some cuts. Yeah, he really does. He's uh he knows how to write a tune. I saw that. Uh, how did this get made? The popular Paul Shear, Jason Manzukis, June, Diane Raphael podcast. They they stole our bit. They did a whole episode about uh, the Fast Ten trailer. Did they? And, really? uh, we're gonna see you in court. Although now that I'm thinking about it, I probably just took it from them, or we took it from them, rather. Uh, just because they're a bigger podcast than us doesn't mean that they didn't copy our idea. You know what? I'm back, and we're going to see you in court, Paul. Mm. And Jason Manzoukas came into the club I worked at once and tipped me with a wrinkled-up single. God, he's so funny. <clears throat> it was literally like a crinkled, like he like unfurled it, and it was like the worst dollar I've ever seen. He's great. He's a uh, a Boston native. He's from Nahant. Where's that, Nahant again? Like that, the Cape? No, that that weird little nook that's by. Oh. It's basically like Boston. It's like area. Dorchester, kind of. Yeah, like Salemy, somewhere out there. Oh, I'm yeah, way off. Fucking Boston. Is it in the stuff? North Shore, kid? I think so. I hate this fucking state. Kid, fuck you for saying that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Do you see that Eminem's stunt double, uh, Ryan Shepard, is dead at 40? Okay, I have a lot of questions. Why does Eminem have a stunt double? Why am I not Eminem's stunt double? No, I'm saying. What? You because you're also blonde. What are... Is he making 8 Mile 2, 9 Mile? I think he's literally doubled him on stage in shows. For real? I think he was one of the guys in like a couple of the music videos. That's where I want to. I want to get to the level where I have to have doubles of me out there just in case someone wants to like mm. start a beef. Who would be try your to, celebrity uh, stunt double? Try to assassinate me. Um, my celebrity stunt double. Maybe. Just pick a guy off the wall at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like thinking about it too deeply. Yeah, Owen Wilson. I'm not asking you for a list. I'll be Owen Wilson's. Wow. Um, what about... This might be tonight's featured review. There's a new documentary out called Cat Daddies. Yeah, that's... Uh, I already pre-ordered it. Man has a new best friend in this heartwarming portrait of nine men whose lives have been forever changed by their proud love of cats. Were you featured in this? I don't see why not, yeah. You that's something they should have consulted me on, I think. Literally. Like, you'd be a great <laughs> segment in this feature. I have five fucking cats. Where where were they? Yeah. You're like Father Nature. Over uh, here. Five kitties. Yeah. Um, a fine kitty right there. 
I have been listening to Matthew McConaughey's audiobook, Green Lights. <laughs> and I must admit, I am absolutely hating it. Him like, all you got to do in life yeah. is just keep on moving. Yeah, like it has a great title. I'm like, oh, Green Lights. This is funny. I'll, I'll listen to this. And then like two chapters in, he's just like, yeah, well, sometimes that's just how the cookie crumbles, man. And you just got to like go with it. And I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. Okay, like fine. He's just doing Lincoln commercials. Yes. Like, I feel like he's not a hang I'm i don't like, know i'm like two chapters in and getting like actually mad listening to this and i think he's a great actor i think he's like put in some yeah he's good work. he's good in a lot of stuff mostly um how to lose a guy in 10 days yes that's one of his it's probably his best yeah, failure liked, to launch you liked his work before <clears throat> the reconnaissance when he Agreed, was making yeah. uh rom-coms where him and the lead babe are like leaning on each other's backs and making like an right. aw shucks can you believe this like face. arms folded with like her leg up yeah Oh, that's yeah. the stuff that's the when he was stuff. shining those like hallmark kind of movies all right all right but yeah he's already said all right all right like four times i'm like i don't know what i was thinking fucking buying this i audiobook. feel like people thought they loved that book just because he's one of those he's like a tom hanks like everybody just gets a big kick out of him and i don't <clears throat> i don't know like i wouldn't say it's like a motivational book but it's not not that it's just a lot of him like giving like a slice of a story and then being like hey man Yep, that's just how it goes. Do you think that like he could motivate you in life if the book were good? Is that was there a part of you that was like maybe this is going to be the thing? Not really. I mainly just wanted it to be like funny or mm. like hear like a story like oh I didn't know like on the set of Interstellar like Christopher Nolan farted and that was really fun. <laughs> I farted once on the set of Blue Lagoon. Yeah, like I don't know what I was expecting, but this book is not giving me what I want or need. Mm. It's kind of fucked up. Yeah, it sounded bad. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm probably going to listen to the rest of it just because of, you know, sickness. I've powered through a number of celebrity audiobooks that were not very good. Yeah. It's tough. Mm. Especially when you're like, you're on an Audible membership where you get one book a month or whatever. And it's like, well, that was my book. And if I want another one, I have to either like go through the website and return it, which is sort of a production, mm. or like pay for an additional credit. Yeah, they only give you a couple of those, and they're like, okay, that's enough. Yeah, they'll cut you. Did you ever try the Brian Cranston audiobook? No. Is it good? No, it's actually jaw-droppingly boring. He's <laughs> kind of a boring guy. It's too much of... It's another thing. It's like, I don't know. He just sees himself in like too serious a way. It's like, I want like bits from the set. I don't want... like He's, he's like a thespian. Mm. I don't know. I'm probably just too... Have you been into Your Honor season two at all? I forget if we discussed that. I haven't. Should I be? I'm enjoying it. Okay. I mean, for people who are unaware, this is his Showtime show where he plays a judge whose son is involved in like a hit and run and he gets involved in all sorts of fucked up crime yes. as a result of that. That's season a good way of explaining it without fucking up the ending. Season one actually was really good and I'll probably get in there at some <clears throat> point. But I, it's not. I feel no pull to do so. Mm. But if I'm bored enough, I might. Are you a Showtime guy? I am, of course, not as much as you are, but I dabble. I, as you know, I am one of the. We call ourselves the Showtime superstars. Yeah, you're like a shareholder. Yeah, I'm sure. we have a whole little crew yeah. about how Showtime's better than HBO, and it's fucked up. All the best shows that have ever been around have been on Showtime, like Brotherhood and Dexter, New Blood, and yellow jackets and, yeah, yeah. um 
Magic City. Hmm. I was oh. on Stars. Oh, I just but- canceled my Stars subscription. Actually, it's a it's a sad day here at the podcast. <laughs> it is. I actually used it the other day to Did watch you really? a movie called Fall, which I'll talk about in reviews. It was very enjoyable. That was the funniest thing. Is I was like, "Hoops, you watching my Stars?" And you were like, "Yes, but cancel it anyway." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that but got me good. He's in. <laughs> It, it's just it's nine bucks a month, and I'll go two three months with it, forgetting oh, that I have it, and then I go that was like thirty dollars. I, th- I assumed it was like two fifty a month. Oh no, <laughs> I didn't know it was nine dollars. Yeah, that's too much. I wonder if they could if they'll like win me back with a lower rate. Hmm. They I love when they do that. They're like, look, okay, we see you're canceling. What if we gave you six months for two dollars? If they'd done that, I would have stayed on and forgotten I had it again. Yeah. I paid for Shudder for like four years. I used it like four times. Shudder. And it's like 60 bucks a year, so you think nothing of it when you sign up. You can watch Skinnamarink. Skinnamarink looks unreasonably boring. It is. I said last week, it's alternately the most boring thing I've ever seen and the scariest thing I've ever seen. It's a real roller coaster ride. I don't know. I, I like being scared. You know what else is scary? We started uh, You Season 4. Oh, are you terrified of Penn Badgley? It's real bad. <laughs> that show has gotten... It was cheesy and you know geared at young, millennial, elder Gen Z types. Word, word, word. From Season 1, but at least it was sort of captivating. It's like it's gotten progressively worse. And at this point, I'm, I'd almost prefer to watch <laughs> Season 1 over You Season 4. <laughs> you did you have you heard of you the show on netflix i haven't it's about a marijuana dealer who lives in his mother's farmhouse and has two golden retrievers and uh he murders people that sounds cool Mm. you should check it out it's on netflix as well it's it's odd that they would put a show with such a similar name but um also courtney kardashian has come out with vaginal uh, gummy vitamins called lemmy purr like a cat oh Wait, what about the vaginal... Courtney Kardashian, uh, the more, the second more entrepreneurial one, has come out with uh, cunt vitamins that are gummy flavored. Do you put them inside your vagina? Is that how they are imbibed? I think so. Um, I think you shove them inside and wait for them to create like a terrible UTI. That's hot. That is uh, outrageous. I think about this a lot. You want to hear a fucked up thing about the Kardashians that you th- that it's like it gives you perspective? Yes. Think about how many of them are there are, right? Mm-hmm. Think about how many kids they all have. Yeah. All the kids are also going to be famous. There will be no time that we are on the planet that there will not be a Kardashian to speak of. That sentence just hit me like a ton of bricks. <laughs> And the, need, their kids will have kids that'll become famous and it'll just keep spreading like a virus for forever. And I'm wondering why there aren't more families like this. <sighs> I'm having so, trouble breathing all of a sudden. Isn't that terrible? Yeah. I don't even hate them as much as the average person hates them. I don't, like I'll watch, I watched their new show on Hulu with Lucy and I'm fine with it. It's something, I guess, but that by no means do any of them deserve the level of fame that they have. I think it's kind of hacky to hate them. And some Agreed. of them are obviously very attractive, but I do find them quite boring. Which one is your, your favorite? I mean, that Kendall Jenner. Yeah, she's, quite a babe. she's the easy answer, I think. She has like a prettier face. And, and she doesn't, I feel like she's not on any of the shows. She just like does her own thing and is like a babe. It's like, she, you're cool. She pops up in the new one. But oh, okay. in a in a cooler capacity than the other ones, and she's clearly like had work done, but less work. 
Yeah. I don't even have a problem with plastic surgery. Like, whatever, do your thing. But I just think that the Kardashians all, like, kind of are... It's like they're moving towards looking the same, but also completely different than any other person on earth. But now other people are kind of mimicking the look in terms of the hair, the makeup, the the skin tone, the just the whole deal. Yeah, they're and all shapeshifters. Tiny, no thin nose, big, giant butt, butt. Fucking, yeah, it's pretty cool. Actually, they're great. They're all terrific. They're the best people on earth now that we've talked about it. <laughs> and I need all of them to live forever. And I want there to be nothing but Kardashians on earth. As it mm. happens, they're they're probably like if you think about the ones like Kim has like four kids, they all have at least two or three, all of them, yeah. except for Kendall Jenner. She's the only one of the whole crew that doesn't have kids. That's also pretty cool of her. Yeah. Um, I want to give a little turkey update for the fans. Okay, if you'll allow a literal turkey update. Yes, the turkeys outside <clears throat> my apartment in Quincy are becoming like a real concern. This oh. morning, I had a picture and I have. It'll take me too long to find the video, but it's like a gang of like 30 turkeys that are outside every morning. One of these days I'm going to look outside, it's just going to be like a sea of turkeys and Kardashians. <laughs> like, just, the, like the movie The Birds? Yeah. It's like, yeah. in this picture, like there was cars stopped, yeah. like there was a whole line. I don't know. I just think it's funny because, you know, the pod, the turkey stuff. It's hysterical. I saw a video on a car thing, a car website the other day of a guy in Massachusetts saying that he has this, it's a Dodge Challenger forum. It's on Reddit. It's very dorky, but I look at the things to see stuff. Word. And he was like, yeah, my car, the entire paint job got destroyed because of turkeys in my yard. I'm in Massachusetts. And in my head, I go, oh, he's, he's overreacting. And then I enlarged the image, the whole side of like, both his pa- his driver's side doors and like both quarter panels just scratched to shit. Yikes. Like the turkeys just like were banging their heads up against. And I'm like, what if, if that happens to me, I'll just go off the fucking deep end. I'll yeah. lose my mind. I wonder what they had just seen that sent them into such a frenzy. <laughs> they watched Magic Mike <laughs> Everlasting or whatever the fuck it's called and they lost their shit. Doing angry gobbles through the bean. It's mm, fucking gobble, sick. gobble. And we are, or at least I'm going to become a basketball guy in light of this new news. Oh? There's an all-star celebrity game coming up. or Actually, it's tonight. Maybe we should watch this on break. I don't know exactly when it is. But there's an all-star celebrity game with celebrity intros from Ben Affleck. Oh, wow. Vin Diesel. And presumably more, but that's Mm, all I care about. I mean. All right, men. Yeah, exactly. Ben Affleck and Vin Diesel are here, and hey, I'm here to introduce the basketball players. How you players. doing, Vin? I'm good, thank you. Vin, that's a great dick. I'm glad you got it out without me asking. Yeah, thank you for noticing my dick. While we're in the sports corner, let me tell you about, about some more sports. Yeah. All right, Vin, good to have you here. Okay. Uh, did you know I'm in Boiler Room with Ben I Affleck? I did. Okay. Paul Pierce has to pay $1.4 million to the SEC for a scandal involving his endorsement of cryptocurrency. That's it. That's it for the sports. And Vin, and have a great, have a go. Put your dick away. The sports. Wow. I love imagining the announcer being <clears> like, <throat> The stars of Boiler Room, <laughs> introducing the Orlando Magic, <laughs> and here we go. Like, oh yeah, they're in it together. Good point. Their careers have gone in such complete opposite directions. If you break it down, I mean, I would love if Ben Affleck was in Fast Eleven as like the final villain. I think my heart would stop. He could play like Billy Toretto, the like third brother, the third brother we didn't know about. 
Hey, Bill. It, it's big enough that John Cena snuck in. Yeah. I think like throw Ben Affleck in. It's fucking a. Yeah. Um. Let's talk about. I did the sports. Did you see that John Favreau got a Walk of Fame star? I did. That sounded overdue. Johnny Favreau. He's done a lot, like five or six home run movies, and then he, you know, he directed Iron Man and Mandalorian, and yeah. you know, he created a movie so successful, it basically derailed the entire industry, and now we have nothing but Marvel movies. If you, I've with Iron, I've Man. done this before. I've blamed Iron Man for the whole Marvel. That's the movie yeah. that, like, really. That's I'm, I'm glad that you and I. We've never even discussed this. I'm glad that you feel that way. Yeah, that's usually how we line up, bro. Keep. And I love the first Iron Man, and I don't even have a problem with all Marvel movies. I just think the fact that, for example, Rion went to the movies the other night, or he was going to go to the movies the other night to see Ant Man, and it was like basically sold out. He said, mm -hmm. "When's the last time you saw a movie with a lot of people in it that wasn't a hero movie? I can't think of one. Yeah, there's no or Star Wars, yeah. which is the same fucking thing. That's why it's fucked up." It's the only thing people see. And I'm part of the problem. I saw Ant-Man last night. Well, we'll hear about that more in reviews. We will. And I don't think that it's a problem for you to go see it because it's like it's going to be seen either way. Yeah. It's like trying to vote for a Republican in Massachusetts and think it makes a fucking difference. And there is something, even though this is the 31st MCU movie on Earth, mm. which that's, that sounds like too much. It's like they need to like stop or like slow it down. Well, if you do the math, I mean, that was they've been really churning them out for what fifteen years. They started in '08 with okay, Iron so Man. fifteen years almost. That's like I mean, they're just that's two movies a year. Yeah, and I feel like they took a break like COVID wise, and even with that, it's still that number. I don't know. It's just I'll get to it in the review, but I feel like they're right. you know what what came after Iron Man, like Incredible Hulk and the X Men movies. Well, yeah, they they made a solo movie. They did Iron Man, then the Hulk movie with Edward Norton, then the first Thor and the first Captain America, and then they made the first Avengers, where it's like, uh, oh, they made a solo movie with all these guys. Now they're all in a movie together. Like that was cool. And then they, you know, made a zillion more, and now I, they're just. Is there? There's no more Avengers coming, right? That's done. Oh no, they're making more. It's just they lost all the best stars of them like robert downey jr's out chris evans is out i don't know if any of the other ones it's just ruffalo ones. i don't even know if they knew they're gonna cobble together a crew with like brie larson and like chadwick boseman's son from black panther 2 or <laughs> god knows what it's gonna be horrible that's funny but i mean speaking of things ending kevin costner wants out of yellowstone desperately it mm. seems I've seen that. He's I, saying, I, I can't, I, yeah. He's saying he only wants to do one week of filming on the upcoming season because he's filming like some passion project western. I can't take it anymore, Scott. <laughs> Taylor Sheridan's a fucking prick. I love the idea of him like in a cowboy hat on the set of this passion project western being like, I can't go to this other set and wear a cowboy hat and say basically the, the exact same stuff uh. I'm saying here. I can't do it. I'm not just use the footage in Dude. both things. No one will even notice. It's fine. Don't you realize how much dough I need? I mean, I I'm guess counting my mountains and mountains of cash over here, Scott. Kevin, Kevin, there's more things than money in the world. Like don't what? I mean, I don't know. Now that you you press me on the matter, I, I have no idea. Draft day. You ever <laughs> watch that? I did watch some of it. I mm. thought it was a movie that exists. You know, it's a fun fact. Mm. 
When I shot the bodyguard, I could smell Whitney Houston's pussy through her dress when I carried her over that threshold. That is a pretty fun fact. That, uh... Did you get a boner? <laughs> Did you get a boner when you smelled Whitney Houston's pussy on the bodyguard set? Ooh, Kevin, Robin, Kevin, Robin, did you Kevin, hear what I said to Kevin all. Costner? Did you? Ooh, I've been listening to a good amount of Howard this week myself. I, uh, I've Are you back been, in? I've been throwing it on at work here and there, mm. like on the speaker so everyone can hear it. It's been kind of like a fun work happening. And I still think he's pretty middling, but it is fun to listen to him live just because you feel like you're proud right. of a, a live... The people seem to love this. Broadcast, yes, yes, yes. Um, speaking of live broadcasts, Helena Hutchins, uh, the woman who Alec Baldwin murdered on the set of Rust, her family is now suing Alec Baldwin. How dare you, how dare you bring this up? I think it's pretty clear that he's not going to go to jail. Listen. Or I think they're, at this point, they're probably just like, how much money can we squeeze out of this fucking fat cell? This is disrespectful to the departed. Also, speak of the departed, do you remember that when I was in that movie? <laughs> yeah, yeah, those two plans. That's terrific, fantastic. I see what you did there. He's in. Um, they're going to finish filming Rust, and it's going to be in theaters? Question mark. I mean, it's going to be in somebody's phone, watching it on like <laughs> fucking Amazon Prime. Maybe I can imagine us watching it probably six months after its release on whatever streamer that plays it for free and not liking it at all. Yeah, can you imagine a more cursed movie? I can't than, imagine Alec Baldwin in a Western. Yeah, than the piece of shit Western that it should have already come and gone. But yeah, Alec Baldwin happened to murder the cinematographer on the set. And they are hell-bent on finishing this movie. Wouldn't that be great if it was like sick, though, and it won Best Picture, and it was like everyone's favorite movie ever made? It was like actually very, very good. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, everyone like, you know what? It had kind of a troubled production, and <laughs> I, I can't believe I'm saying this, but despite it all, this is the greatest movie I've ever seen in my Alec entire Alec Baldwin. What's his best movie? Uh, Not best movie, best role, I guess you should say, because mm. I would say that if that's the question, it's probably The Departed, but... I was going to say The Shadow. <laughs> I watched that the other day at work. Like I've been doing the three movies at once with the sound off, and, and some of them I pay attention to more than others. Yeah. Like I had Dupree on in the background today. I watched like probably a third of the movie. Like guys' night, hmm. and it's like the second time I've played it this week. Dupree, I'm loving that uh, that bit for you. It's it's nice. Yeah, the people seem to love it. The clients coming in are like, "Oh, what movie?" Someone had to ask me what Pulp Fiction was the other day, and, he, and then I, he was, and then he said he hadn't seen it in since it was in theaters. Mm. And I was like, "That's so awesome." I like the idea. Someone asks you that while you're spotting them, and you just like drop the bell. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I take their life. Yes. A part of me was like, "Oh, that's terrible," and then a part of me was like, "That's fucking awesome." Like, mm. yeah, you can they, go get, in and watch they can it. rewatch Pulp Fiction for the first time in thirty years. Yeah. Like. I can't, you can't bottle that feeling. Mm. If you could literally synthesize the feeling of like the first or second time you ever watched one of your favorite movies mm. and put it into pill form, mm. you'd be a billionaire. I can't wait to take, watch this for the first time pills. <laughs> it's going to be sick. <laughs> right? Instead, like all of our hair falls out and our dick loses three inches, but it's just like, oh, really? I'm really enjoying training day. Yeah, it was all worth it because I feel like I haven't seen Eternal Sunshine. I'm shriveled before. up like a small Asian child, but boy, yeah. was one flew over the cuckoo's nest excellent. Yeah. That fucking rocks. This bit's easy because I can just look around for references. Yeah. Improv zero. Hmm. 
Um, they released the first look at the next season of True Detective, which I didn't even know about this. It's starring Jodie Foster and Callie Rice. Who is Callie Rice again? Kaylee. Kaylee. I don't even know. They don't have her in the picture. They just show Jodie Foster in like a parka looking serious. Her like, was she a great big fat person? Yeah. That'd be sick if she was playing Clarice Starling in the show. Even though that would be like a multiverse cheese ball thing. Hard fuck me. I'd be excited about it for some reason. I'm playing Cardi B, by the way, because of the new Cardi B and Offset meal at McDonald's. Oh, wait, are they bringing back uh, rappers having meals at McDonald's? Because I loved that. Yes, Cardi B and Offset have a meal. Wow, it's like a high C with a. I'm not joking. With a medium Coke and a French, a large fry, and then like two burgs and like an <laughs> apple pie, and like one is a rodeo burger and an apple pie. Cardi then, B, like we guarantee you're gonna have diarrhea <laughs> if you get our meal. There's just no ifs ands or buts about you're it. You're gonna be peeing out of your ass. <laughs> I get diarrhea daily as it is. The other day when I had McDonald's, I felt like my life was ending the next morning. It was literally just like, it was shitting hot water. Buddy. And it, it, it sucks when I have to shit like three times during the same session at work. I have two bathrooms, <laughs> so I'll play it off. I'll be like, all right, I'll be right back. And I like pop up the stairs like I'm going to like do something. But it's fairly obvious that I pivot immediately into the bathroom. Like, all right, I'm going to go get some uh, towels for the uh, right. yeah, room. Go, go ahead and do a plank and close your eyes and keep your head down. I'm going to go urinate out of my anus. BRB. Uh, but I think they should like call it a true detective. I don't know. Yeah, season, I'm good. Season three was like nothing. I feel like it didn't even happen. I love when people have the stance that season two wasn't that bad. Yes, it was. I feel like I was the first guy to have that Are stance. you that guy? I'm that guy. Is that is the second one the Vince Vaughn series? Yes. Season? I, th- I thought Vince in particular was great on that season of television. I thought he was an interesting character. And it, that season, it had too much going on. There was like the Rachel McAdams stuff, the Taylor Kitsch stuff. He cursed the whole production just by being in it. I fully believe that the Taylor Kitsch, you know, John Carter curse eked its way into the one of the greatest TV shows of all time and just did. T- torpedoed two seasons in a row. He got that battleship stink all over it. He's terrible in everything, but he's uh, like he's like fine, I guess. No, that's, but that's everything thing, he like, does bombs. Yeah, that's he's not bad, but he just happens to be in stuff that nobody on earth cares about and they bomb. Mm. Was he in the Savages? Yes, he was. I was, really liked that movie. It's a good movie. All Didn't we see song, that in the theater? We did. we did. That was him and a friend of the show. Aaron Taylor Johnson. Yes, there it is. And Blake Lively in like one of her sexiest roles. She is a babe in that. And she's like all slutty, like having sex with everybody. Oh, yeah. It's a masterpiece. Slutty Blake Lively is the greatest. Now that I'm remembering how slutty she is in that, that's a masterpiece. That's one of the greatest <laughs> films of all time. Second only <clears throat> to The Town, probably. They're like cool guy weed dealers living in like a $16 million house on the beach in California. And yeah. like John Travolta's like a DEA agent who like can't take them down because they're too cool, I think. They're like too sexy with like yeah. big D eyes and abs. And John Travolta's riding around with like a wispy goatee and a fat face. Yeah, you can't get us. We're just too cool. Is Bruce See Willis in that too? Hey, how you doing? How you doing? Hey. You guys hear what happened to me this week? <laughs> I didn't. Hey, speaking of savages, you, Hank, you're an absolute. <laughs> How could you do this to me and my family? Family. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, hey, hey, guys, what really happened is my Louis body dementia or whatever it is has officially progressed into official, like, full blown dementia. 
<laughs> I'm losing it. I'm losing my marbles. Yeah, it's fucked up. How many more um, Chad Michael Murray straight to VOD bullshit like cop dramas do you think he'll turn out before his head explodes? <laughs> I mean, I really hope there's no more at this point. Because, <laughs> because now, like, it's barely even... Like, at this point, he's like... he's in a very very bad way <laughs> and like next week a movie called like the revengeance the happening with him and chad michael oh. murray and like fucking kevin dylan from entourage is just gonna plop onto itunes and it's gonna be embarrassing the best everybody. part is that is that that fat guy with no neck randall emmett from the real housewives shows who's that director slash producer who just fully like is known as the guy who exploited bruce willis and like roped him into a bunch of different bad movies yeah you ruined my legacy (laughs) almost single-handedly turned me into a joke you fucking asshole idiot how fucking dare you my my mind is going Hmm. i can't believe i have to go out on all these shitty movies but yeah it is unfortunate that'd be sick if like he had one like new classic in the tank though Mm, pulp fiction too yeah like you know what uh we what are you doing we sneakily made this um, what are you doing and uh this is my 10th movie (laughs) kill bill counts as one god pulp fiction 2 would be the funniest (laughs) movie ever me in the theater just blowing loads in my pants for two and a half hours i want someone who isn't quentin tarantino to make it like in like a titanic 2 like capacity <laughs> where like he's mad it got made and some i'm gonna say f gary gray would yeah. do good with an all-black cast and it's starring like, yeah, Repri- like samuel l reprising his role and that's it i just couldn't say no to the work it's just like what happened after he jules decided to walk the earth yeah as you know everyone else is probably dead right and ving ving is back too post rape as long as i can wear a fedora i'm in oh it's me vin Uh, ving vin reigns (laughs) that's sort of what was happening ving diesel (laughs) i like both what was your fast and furious news i know you got something (laughs) give it to me i don't know yes you do well, I there's got to be something, I'm sure. Do you need point. an intermission from the beat cows while you wait? Or? I don't, actually. But Charlie Kaufman has written a new film that Ryan Gosling could potentially nah, star kidding. in. I he saw says, that. Uh, I wrote a screenplay that Ryan Gosling might do, might act in, and we're going to go out with it at some point, I guess, and see if we can get it set up. That's a direct quote from Charlie Kaufman. He sounds nervous even in the quote. Yeah. I'm just like, I guess maybe, I don't know. It really is impressive that his like neuroticism can come across even in the announcement of a new film that he's getting made. It literally talking about the thing that he's the best and most comfortable at in print. He sounds nervous and uncomfortable and unsure of himself. Yes. For people unfamiliar, he's the guy who wrote a bunch of classics like Adaptation, Eternal Sunshine. Being John Malkovich. Yes. Which His, I don't love, but people, other people seem to. I understand why they love it. It's like a creative, original idea, but I don't love the movie, mm. is my take on that film. Was it before or after? It was, that's a really dumb question because there's a scene in it, in Adaptation. Is before. Right. <laughs> and, and, um, <laughs> I like my dress. I'm talking only, mostly for the people in the 100 pounds of... Ah, oh, damn it. I know be, the line. I'll be right back with an extra large slice of key lime pie for my orchid expert. Which ones are dead? Hmm. 
You and meeting Chris Cooper and <laughs> congratulating him on his work in Jarhead. Yes, for people who haven't heard that, I met Chris Cooper on a walking path in Pembroke or Kingston, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't even... I was I was starstruck. That was all you had? And yeah, I was just... I brought up the movie Jarhead. It's the only movie I could think of that he's in. Me too, son. The movie that he's in for about 10 seconds. But uh, he was a nice guy. Mm. And uh, him and his wife uh, let me stand by them and be awkward for two minutes. It was cool. Nice. And did you see that John Wick Chapter 4 has a new trailer that looks cool and action-packed? And they announced that the final runtime is two hours and 49 minutes. That's a lot of headshots. I think John Wick's going to have enough time to shoot everyone in the world in the face at least once. I got to say, I don't feel good about that runtime. That's too long. Cut an hour. Action movies, like, imagine if, like, they cut out all the filler and it was just, like, all the action and it was, like, a lean hour and a half masterpiece. That's kind of what they did with the other two or the other three. Yeah. Three I loved. I thought that was the best one. Even that one could have used the... When I watched it again, I was like, this is a little overstuffed. You could have maybe chopped Halle Berry out of this movie entirely and it would be fine. Learn. But I don't know. I mean, the trailer. Did you watch the trailer? I've watched the original trailer. I haven't. Se- Although maybe I did see the new one in the theater on Sunday. So whatever. It was a cool tra- uh, trailer. Yeah, like they they got a bunch of new people. They got that guy Scott Adkins in a fat suit playing like a weird assassin. Who's he again? He's one of those guys who like does all his own stunts. So they put him in a bunch of action movies just to like play like a side villain and he, he does all his own stunts and stuff i recognize this guy but i can't think of anything that he was in he's a worker he's english he's uh fucking fruit the john wick movies i just like how they they're just like throwing people in fat suits giving everyone like an accent being like just be wacky and you'll get killed by keanu it'll be fun i'm uh the guy who directed this is a dumb question did the guy who directed nobody have anything to do with the john wick movies i think one of the writers was involved it's obviously very influenced by yeah it's like john wick but with bob odenkirk playing a very bob odenkirk like character i have a hot take and i've not re-watched it and i have rewatched john wick nobody is better than john wick what do you think mr wick what do you mean oh i thought you meant i forgot that movie like they're gonna do a nobody sequel and i think that universe will <laughs> in my opinion, remains stronger than the Wick universe. I do think the Unpopular Wick... Unpopular opinion, question mark. I wonder how many Wicks they're going to do. Like, already at four, it's like, I don't know how many... I mean, they're making 10 Fast and the Furious, and we haven't fuck, blinked. Fuck, he's totally right. But that's like in its own special arena. I think that the John Wick movies are more universally beloved than the Fast franchise. Correct me if I'm wrong. I No, I feel like... The Fast franchise makes more money overall. That's really the way to gauge it, yeah. But I can't be sure. Because you can take kids to see the Fast movies for the most part. They haven't done any R-rated ones, have they? No. And all the the John Wicks are rated R. So that's not really even the same playing field. That'd be sick if they made an R-rated Fast and Furious. This is... It was like Titan, like Vin's having sex with cars. (laughs) Hey, what are you doing? (laughs) 
Me and Titan are fucking having a goo. And it's all in French except for my dialogue. Everything else was done in fucking Paris in ADR. I couldn't learn French, even just I my lines. I tried really hard for Pablo. I'm too dumb. Paul, I miss you. Also, they announced... You're right, I do a Fast and Furious news. Uh, See? You just needed to get lubed up, babe. There's Vin Diesel. He's officially announced there's going to be a fourth Riddick movie called... I'm listening. Furia. F-U-R-Y-A. No. And fans of the show obviously know I'm like the biggest Vin guy out there. I don't care about the Riddick movies. I don't know who he's making these for besides himself. I feel like he just has fun putting on the goggles and being like, I'm in outer space. <laughs> like, no one actually likes these Riddick movies at all. Us at, like, the midnight showing of the the last, like, Xander Cage or whatever the fuck that... Wait, I'm doing different universes, aren't I? The Triple X franchise, I do appreciate. This is Riddick, the space guy, wow. who, like, is in Pitch Black and then Chronicles of Riddick. And then the third one, I think, is just called Riddick. <laughs> There's going to be a fourth one called Furia. Folks, I'm not looking at IMDb. This is all just in my. I was gonna say you don't even have notes. This is good for you. I feel sick that this is what's in my head. You know what it is? I think that we just really, really like Vin a lot. You even more obsessively than I do, and it's like no bit at all. So I think like for us to be out on a franchise that he's a big part of or the only part of, it it speaks volumes. Yeah, like those movies are barely funny, like at all. They're so bad they're not funny anymore. Yeah, it's just like, oh, this is just like a dud. I remember hating Xander Cage, too. No, that one's great. That's the one where he, like, skateboards down a mountain. I was going to say, is he surfing with a like, old boombox or something? Yeah, he is, and it's fucking sick. And then a bunch of dope shit happens. Mm. But yeah, we'll watch all those, and we'll review it here on the program, and the fans will oh, rejoice. I have big news. Do you know who uh, Angela White is? I don't. Is she yes, you do. To Mike White? No, she's that the porn star, the Australian lady with the big and heavies. Oh, word. She almost Fuck died me. from getting fucked by a guy with an almost 10-inch penis. A word? Yeah, he fucked her so hard that her appendix burst and she was like in excruciating pain and like went home and like didn't and I think I guess having your appendix burst and not doing anything about it can kill you. Jesus. His DI was so big that it burst her appendix. Wow. Is that something that you've done a few times or? <laughs> Fuck, yeah, no big deal, but like, I've done that a couple of times. What is it fucking... like? Is it horrifying to see the woman in that kind of pain? Yeah, or... I'm like, fucking sorry, baby, but <laughs> fucking just, you're going to have to fucking deal with that. <laughs> fucking get out of here. <laughs> fucking get another one. Me in the ER, like, fucking, I got to go, but I fucking hope you bounce back from fucking this. Fucking tell everybody how big it is and Fuck, shit. Yeah. Fucking later. <laughs> I had a cackle at that headline, kind of like how I had a cackle when I read that uh, Barney the Dinosaur was being rebooted. Yeah, I saw they're going like all in on. They're like, we're doing a new movie, a new show, a fucking podcast. Uh, How you doing, guys? It's welcome, me, Barney. Welcome back to the only podcast where you can hear a couple of dinosaurs talk about. <laughs> oh, you guys want to watch a turkey? <laughs> I was over on Scott's Land earlier and I fucked all the turkeys. It was real out of gold. Okay, everybody, we're going to watch Sharper, the new A24 movie on Apple TV+. Plus. You're watching Milf Manor? <laughs> it's heating up. Oh, I just knocked over all the podcast equipment with my big long tail. <laughs> The sons are all the same. Uh, 
I fucked it up! <laughs> you know what I mean? Cut. You fucking idiot! Barney, we love you. We're so glad you're back. Is that funny? I don't even know yet. The fans will let us know. Yeah, I, I can't wait to get a text on like Monday afternoon. Like, hey, that Barney stuff was really good. I'm a 40-year-old man, almost, yeah, yeah. doing Barney in my basement. It's all right. <laughs> NBD. Um, it's a I, finished basement. And also, fucked up sequels-wise, you're going to like this. Mm. Uh, they have announced that a sequel to Plane... Movie I haven't seen yet, but that you and Flick your mother the saw in the theater in love. Flick of the year. Legitimately. A sequel to Plane is in development. I want you to guess what the title is going to be. Car? No, but you're so fucking close. Mm. It is... Bus? No. Think nautical. Ship. Yes. Wow. Ship. <laughs> I can't believe you got it. I'm like, yes. Ship? Ship. A sequel to Plane called Ship. Is, ship, ship, ship. Is being greenlit. And uh, I love that. I'm in. Yeah, they're just like. Sight unseen. This is becoming a franchise just based on how silly the title is. And they're doubling down. And I love it. Is Mike Coulter coming back too? He is, but evidently awesome. Gerard Butler hasn't joined ship yet. <laughs> we got Mike Coulter signed on the dotted line. I guess they got to renegotiate Gerard butler i mean i imagine he's holding out for more dough maybe like 300 more dollars yeah <laughs> he's like i'm gonna go make fucking boat if you don't <laughs> make with all the dough and then he's gonna then get we... with the guys who produce barney and, and come out with yeah. a new show oh gerard <laughs> hey gerard you see my big purple <laughs> dick are we a duo <laughs> <laughs> i think we uh, are do you remember all the rumors after like we got older that barney like the guy who played barney was like a heroin addict and like like raped a woman on the set or something that might actually be true i think that's what happened to the guy who voiced elmo and <laughs> i think it just became a rumor with everyone elmo, who voices anybody i raped a woman <laughs> elmo you shouldn't have done that that's fucked up can i do but, an elmo voice i feel like i could get that down pretty easily please go nuts all right let's try it <laughs> One I, can't, sec. I can't remember what he sounds like it's the Elmo. Okay. Nope, I don't have it. <laughs> God damn it. The That's a tough one. I mean, did you see the Patrick Dempsey? I don't even know if this is real, but I guess Eli Roth is making like a real version of his joke trailer from Grindhouse Thanksgiving. Um, Thanksgiving. And Patrick Dempsey's in it? He's in talks to star in Eli Roth's Thanksgiving. Which, if you haven't seen that, it's like, it's barely even a joke. They just, it's like, since there's horror movies for every other holiday, like Halloween, and there's a bunch of Christmas ones, they made a joke like, Thanksgiving, it's, and they show someone like stabbing a turkey. I mean, I don't know what an actual Thanksgiving movie would consist of. And Eli Roth will direct it. I guess, that's if he, what they're saying here. If he's directing it, I'll see it. I mean, he's just... Rapped, I like a couple of his movies. He wrapped a, a movie version of that game, Borderlands, that okay. Xbox game. They made a movie out of that with, like, Kate Blanchett and Jack Black and a bunch of people. That comes out in the summer, I think. Can so, we go back to the time where video game movies were massive piles of shit and not, like, the most popular show on television with everybody talking about it? Yeah. I mean, I would like that. Yeah, it's weird that The Last of Us, mm. the most... That's like the show of the moment. And yeah, it's just a video game. 
Like you can you can go play a three hour long video game and get the entire experience of this whole TV show. Strange. And they wrote in like a bunch of you know they wrote in a deaf character, which I think is just like cheap writing. It's just mm. like not that I don't think deaf people should be included in things. But the right. deaf storyline has been done like a couple of times in recent years even. I can't think of a good example because I'm an idiot. But well, I wrote this that, take down too with no examples. That Mike Flanagan movie I like a lot on Netflix. Uh, what the fuck is it called? Dead Silence? No. no. That was like only half a bit. I'm going to look it up just because I actually think this movie's underrated. Because, yeah, it's a deaf woman oh is it the deaf woman in her kitchen and the guys like creeping around outside yes and they get so much out of the fact that she can't <clears throat> hear what's going on outside hush yeah I shut hush like, hush is great don't listen call me to hush it's like an hour 22 great horror movie i didn't that, make it that hour and 22 i guess i'm a big fan i recommend it mm. and i don't know about thanksgiving but cocaine bear comes out next week will we see that for the show or will we wait for that to be on peacock in like seven weeks i i just there's zero chance that it'll be good i'll see it yeah I'm, I'm an idiot i'll see it what the fuck is it? what am i gonna do instead i got a lot going on <laughs> what am i gonna do fucking nazi also there's a new haunted mansion with owen wilson all these people wow he, he was already in a movie called haunted mansion well i'll do another one <laughs> <laughs> i don't even remember that you ever see the internship? Uh, we got <clears throat> Damien Chazelle's Babylon comes out on Paramount Plus in a few days. I'm going to watch that in the interim between next week's program. So we'll be talking about that next week for anyone who wants to watch it and listen along. Wow. For the fans thoughts. love when you do that. They do. They just... They, they, how many people do you think actually pay attention to our recommendations? It's probably not as many as we would like. I mean, as long as there's one, I'm in. That's all it takes. Scotty positivity. He's in. What do you think about M. Night Shyamalan signing a multi-year first look deal to direct films for Warner Brothers? His first film for the studio, Trap, will release on August 2nd, 2024 in theaters. He's filming it right now. My man M. Night never stops. Has anyone ever been more back? I don't even want to agree with you, but I enjoyed Cabin or Knock at the Cabin that Same. much. Loved it. And watched a decent chunk of The Servant, and Old was pretty good. Movie of the decade. I liked Split a lot. So it's like he's had a pretty good five years. Yeah. After like some bombs. I mean, I think Glass was a big, big bomb. Well, no, that, that made money, and some people liked it. I hated it, but... I shot it, so I don't know. I assumed it didn't make money, though. I guess I, that's an unfair assumption. I didn't hate it like I hate other movies. I like almost respect how fucking weird and bad it was mm. even though i didn't care for it because I, I really it, like though, yeah. unbreakable okay his stuff's always interesting though i like to see him having like a whole second act what if he directed like a couple of episodes of barney <laughs> i would love that for him and there's like a big twist like it turns out barney has a cunt or something Ooh, like that that'd be a sick third act reveal that right? only my man m knight could handle that's the twist tactfully this big purple fucking gash on the screen uh, gooish. Oh, uh, goo. a goo. and they also <laughs> announced a new live action hellboy movies in the works with brian taylor set to direct hey why don't you stop trying to make live-action Hellboy movies? Considering the last one with David Harbour was like maybe the biggest piece of shit released in the past Punch 10 years. Punch them in the face. 
It's just like, or let Guillermo del Toro make another one with Ron Perlman. It's like Ron Perlman, like easing into his seventies with his big bitch tits out. Uh, I don't remember having any opinion one way or the other about Hellboy, the original. And I definitely didn't watch the David Harbour one. It was bad. And it looks bad. They just can't let anything like lie rest for even a minute. They're like, yeah, we got it. Let's just reboot it. Let's just keep going. Well, they don't want to write and come up with new ideas, so they just bust out as many of these as they can. It's true. Just, ah, let's dig up some old thing and like put some black ladies in it. It's a new movie for everyone. They should let you be the new Hellboy, and I can be like that fish sidecar, and it'll be all dope. Mm. Am I allowed to drink Diet Cokes during the filming? And are they all financed by the set? Yes. Uh, Do I get a honey wagon? You do. Can I beat in it? You can. You know I like a work beat. You do. <laughs> not making a joke. That's real. <laughs> Folks, no doubt. Um, then I'm in. Sold. I'm in. That's all the news that I have. What else you got? I mean, that seems like enough. Maybe we take a break, come back with reviews of uh, Magic Mike, Return of the Jedi, and a bunch of other stuff. Wow. All dope um, like? I'm in. Yeah. Done. We'll be right back, I guess. Hell yeah. What's happening, everybody? Hey, team. We just checked out a brand new movie that you can watch on Apple Plus, I believe, uh, from A24 called Sharper, which uh, we enjoyed. I had a line ready if I didn't like it. I was going to say, Sharper couldn't have been duller. (laughs) He likes it. How'd that work out? Uh, but, I, I came up with no lines, is what I'm trying to say. I came up with nothing funny about this at all. This was a good movie. It was just good, yeah. This, uh, I got a little summary here. Motivations are suspect, and expectations are turned chaos as a con artist takes on Manhattan billionaires. Expectations are turned chaos. I don't know about that phrase, but that sounds pretty cool. Now... How do we discuss this movie without wrecking it? That's the question. This it's, is, it's like undiscussable. I mean, yeah, it's like a con man, money, twisty kind of movie. Buttery. It had, um, it had a great cast. Sebastian Stan is having a moment, to he's, say the least, in he's the last couple of, of years. Yeah. <clears throat> um, Julianne Moore in this picture putting in work i hadn't seen her in a real movie in a while she's still got it Mm. you're just thinking about which boogie nights bit to uh to launch Uh into i'm thinking about i suck their cocks (laughs) when you hit me with that mid movie i lost it yeah that was fun that was good that was the good stuff because she was crying in this movie anytime she cries in a movie i can't think of anything but her powerful magnolia monologue i feel like she cries in everything She's a crier. She's a good on-screen yeah. crier. Um, I I don't know. I I don't even know how to talk about this movie. I just I was not expecting to enjoy it this much. Same. And for whatever reason, I had it in my head that John Lithgow was in the entire movie, not they, just like one act. I mean, they got him on the poster. They right. they kind of bait and switched us with Lithgow. They know it would uh, that they would draw us in by showing him on the poster. 
And then they didn't make with the goods in the movie. He was in like a handful of scenes. Julianne Moore was a pleasant surprise. I actually didn't notice her on the poster. Mm. And I like her a lot. The, I can't, I don't know the main kid's name, like the son. The I wrote it down. The movie starts with a fun like meet cute Justice library. Smith. That I was really into. I was like, oh, this is charming. Mm. This is like a nice back and forth. And then there's like a twist. The movie's like a series of twists. And like you were saying, I didn't see any of them coming. They did no. a great job at like disguising all these twists. Are we dumb guys? Probably that too. Mm. There's probably some of that going on. I feel on. like we're dumb guys. But there were like five <laughs> twists. And like after each one, I wasn't like sniffing around for the next one each one i was like holy shit i didn't see that coming at all somehow yeah. and uh yeah i really dug this i'm glad we watched it now and i don't have to now worry about someone spoiling it for me mm. that would really really chap my ass did you have a meets for this i think you were i did tooling there it is around um with- my meets i wrote it down one sec Mine is, uh, this is like Billions meets... Uh, <laughs> Tommy Boy meets Focus. Green light. What do you think? I mean, that's not, not accurate. It's as hilarious as Tommy Boy and Will Smith is in it. Ha ha. Focus was a decent caper. Much like this. this is a caper. Yeah. Folks, if you like a caper, I recommend Sharper. Mm-hmm. It's on Apple TV Plus. It just came out. Stacked cast. The guy who uh, raped a woman on the affair is in it. A word? Yep. Like Keir Gilchrist or whatever the fuck his name is. I can't remember his name. There's also a fun moment where Sebastian Stan says, I don't watch movies. They're a waste of time. And Mm. I felt attacked. Yeah, that cut me deep. I posted that. I felt sick, quite frankly. Yeah, that that came right for the jugular. That wasn't fair. (laughs) Yeah. It's like what the movies are making fun of me now as I'm watching it. This isn't this isn't cool. I didn't sign up for this. When I hear Sebastian Stan talk now, after having just watched Pam and Tommy, all I can hear is Tommy Lee. Mm. Big I get time. That. He's uh, and also that what's that movie on Hulu that we mildly enjoyed? Fresh, fresh, good movie. I'm giving it a good. It's good. I like that one. I liked this one better, though. So I've enjoyed the last several Sebastian Stan projects, none of the Marvel things, yeah. but everything else. I didn't watch the Marvel. Oh, I have so many notes about Magic Mike. Jesus Christ. Let's get into did it. Did you watch Alice Darling? If you didn't, it's not worth talking about. I did not. The new Anna Kendrick movie. It's you, not You good said at you all. hated it. I hated it, yeah. Yeah. I got to uh, get that, that fund. That did not whet my appetite to throw it on. I should have lied to you just so we could talk about it. But it's like, it's basically the crazy boyfriend and she's the abused girlfriend and she goes away for her girl with her girlfriends over the weekend and he shows up and she's like, I don't know what to do. And it's like, you think the the trailer paints it like it's going to be like a single white female and there's like a bunch of action and like people getting their heads cut off or just weird shit in general. And Mm. I got to be honest with you, not a ton happens. Just not... It's yeah. just sort of uneventful, and then it ends. And I, that just bummed me out. It's just a movie? It's a movie that exists on Earth, yeah. It was made, and here it is. Mm-hmm. That's a bummer. Had really nothing for me, yeah. So that's Alice Darling. I, I think I rented it for six ninety nine. Never get that back. Well, I could do a fund, I guess. They, they're going to shut me down at some point. 
I feel like you've been good lately. I haven't been too bad. Um, and you didn't see the new Magic Mike either. Why don't you talk about Ant-Man first? That... Or did you? I, I have a reveal. I did sneak into Magic Mike for a little bit. I was going to say, you didn't make it all, all the way, did you? No. I actually went in with plans <laughs> to do that, but the movie had already started, and mm. I didn't really like what I saw. May I ask, what didn't you like about it specifically? Yeah, we'll do we'll do Magic Mike first. Okay. I what I saw of it, I found it to be a little boring, shallow and pedantic. <laughs> I mean, Channing Tatum and Salma Hayek, their chemistry, were you wowed by it? No. I mean, they're I both wasn't. like attractive people and they had something going, but the scenes I saw, she kept being like that dance really ignited something in me. She just kept saying that like over and over. Chantana was like, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> Let me tell sick. you. That was totally sick. I'll tell you the problem I have with this. The first one worked. It was fun. It was light. It was minimal conflict. It was an ensemble cast of a lot of good-looking, popular guys that we've seen before. Joe Manganiello. Um, what's his face from the WWE? Matthew McConaughey. Channing All Tatum. Right. Green lights. It was just a crew. And you recognize like seven of them. Yeah. The second movie, they just did that again with even more guys, Matthew Bomber, everybody. And yeah. then they took away even more of the conflict, which proved to work well. And then- There's not, none. <laughs> for, not. for this movie, they put in a female lead. They took away all the supporting cast members except for a brief Zoom scene, which is in the obits forever, as far as I'm concerned. Any allusion to COVID. And then- uh, fucking a zoom scene is ugh, there's should nothing be illegal there's nothing cheaper than a that's just to be like oh they're in the movie even when like it's the most unimpressive thing in the yeah. world it's like we got them on a video call and then, put, and then put this scene in a major motion picture it's like if you can't get the people to show up don't put them in the movie no it's fucking it's actually upsetting i'm you, getting upset you can write it. kevin nash out of the movie you don't need to be like remember him here he is on the bottom of the screen he's not yeah. even the whole fucking zoom he's that, just a guy that doesn't count nope. someone being in a zoom in a movie does not equal them being in the movie it does not i'm laying this down so yeah and selma hayek not a great actress. Probably hasn't performed okay. super well in anything since, oh, I don't know, like Diablo and From Dust Till Dawn in 1996. I mean, how about those tits, though, huh? I guess. I mean, she's in her <laughs> fucking 50s. I no. thought she was the weakest link in uh, the Gucci movie. Uh, Gucci. Gucci. She's in that? She is. She plays um, Lady Gaga's crazy friend who's like also a... Uh, truth mysticism like psychic or whatever they sound kind of like a fun duo they're a bad duo Fuck. lady gaga's hanging on by a thread as far as acting concerns as it is um i just want to get another look at you well clearly you don't know that she's uh filming joker 2 right now crooning her heart out with uh the joker the most twisted <sighs> character who's ever lived if only she could just be a part of the new suicide squad show <laughs> featuring agent waller as I don't know the the Harley Quinn is she Harley Quinn 
Yes. The, or is it like a different? No, they they're not doing anything different. They're just going ahead and doing the same Great. thing that they've already done in movies probably seventeen times. Todd Phillips just printing money at yep. this point. It's like why don't we just give him another fucking franchise and have everybody love it for no reason? He got the monkey from the Hangover Part Two back. The monkey from Hangover Part Two is going to be in Joker. Ken Gion, Mike Epps, the yeah. whole crew rolling them out. But anyway, Magic Mike. <laughs> yes. We walked out of it, Lucy and me, and and I, and it's it's just blah. It was boring. It was sad. It was bleak. The Ooh. first two were not bleak at all. They yeah. had a, a bright, fun, even though they were nightclub at night, they had neon lights and it was exciting. And Yeah, this one's set in London. It's like Magic Mike like walking around London being sad, like running into blokes, blokishly. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what they were going for by setting it in another country mm. this late in the game. I don't know. It's I have nothing good to say about this movie. I have a bunch of notes. It would have None been of them sick matter. If Austin Powers was in this, just England wise. Agreed, yeah. And then he could have like danced with Magic Mike. They could have turned this whole thing around. This could have been like a great trilogy capper. Fun fact that you may not know about my uh Channing Tatum rather, he started a dance academy based around the step up movies. A word. And then the people from it do resident like live shows. Actually, this is separate. This is, they do shows for that, and then also they do like a res. They have a residence with like Magic Mike style dancers somewhere. I want to say in Vegas. They do, yeah. It's like a brand, right? Now. And then the first movie. Guess how much they made, uh, like all in box office wise. Two zillion dollars. That is correct. But yes. no, they made one hundred and sixty-seven million dollars on a seven million dollar budget. That's what you call a successful return on investment. Yeah. So I'm um, not going to say that it wasn't a runaway hit, and I don't. And I'm not going to say I don't understand why they'd make a sequel. I just wish they'd made a better one because I really did enjoy the first two. And it's also disappointing because uh, Steven Soderbergh came back to direct this. He did the first one. Right. He didn't do two. And he kind of like quit directing for a while. And now he's back making a ton of stuff. Yeah, he did that movie with Brendan Fraser like two years ago. It was sort of like his toe yeah. back in the door. Yeah. And he also did Kimmy, that movie with the blue haired right. Zoe Kravitz. Everybody I mean, but me liked that one. That was a hit, too. Yeah, I dug that one. I just thought it was, I don't know, I don't really do, is it sci-fi, I guess? I don't know. I think this trilogy, it should have ended with, like, Magic Mike <clears throat> being incapable of dancing, but still wanting to. Like he's in a wheelchair? Yeah, in something like wheelchair. that. In a wheelchair? I'm imagining, like, Southpaw, but it's about him dancing. Mm. Like, he needs to, like... You know, no, they, they could have made it a whole thing. They could have done anything but what they did. Yeah, like, would have been somewhat interested. The dancing is like killing him. Yeah. And everyone's like, Mike, you got to stop dancing. And he's like, fuck you. No, I'll never stop. That's immediately better. And, and then, he, he gets up to dance and like his uncircumcised <laughs> penis tears in half. Yes. And the foreskin was like wrapped around his ankles. This doesn't even make sense. <laughs> I take this bit back. Green light. Putting the foreskin away on that one safe um i don't know how many minutes did you make it like five like 20 and i was standing no i sat down okay braintree theater no i was actually at the dedham theater oh right by my work dedham is I give e away so many details it's fine okay who cares yeah. <laughs> the dedham theater i want to say is an easy sneak in mm. like you're down that corridor there and actually you're right on the money i it's so easy i got tired of waiting in line because i was behind someone who was like who used to work in the theater and was like asking stuff like is is ashley still here and i was like this is a fucking joke i gotta oh you just motored right by no i wanted to i just waited there like a you could have yeah 
Because, yeah, I didn't really see anyone. I'm from the school of thought that you can get away with most petty crimes if you just do it really confidently. Yeah. You you can just sort of walk right in and no one says anything. Like, well, that guy looks like he's doing the right thing. If you move with enough purpose, no one will... People will be like, oh, he's look at him. Don't stop him. He's Unfortunately, we're both purposeless guys, so there's yeah. really not much hope for us in terms of that grift. <laughs> and it oozes out of us in every motion we make. Just kind of marooning our... our <laughs> careening our way through life. No, that's not even the word I'm looking for either. Burp. Sam, beep the next 30 seconds or the past 30 seconds. And I had a good thing going when I said we were purposeless, and then I stepped all over myself. Kid, you're good. I need to read a thesaurus. But after that, back. I I walked into Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania. That's a that's a nice. What simple. a shitty mouthful of words. They did do a fun. Th- even though Quantumania is not a real word, like Ant Man is within that word, so they had a cool like title reveal with that. Oh. And I was sitting there just like I'm out. But uh, I'm like, do I do a summary for this movie? Uh, everybody's favorite hero, Ant-Man, uh, shrinks down to smaller than ever before. And the wasp is there too. And they who's the wasp? Is that, uh, that is, uh, Keegan Michael Key or, (laughs) I mean, I'm sure he auditioned for the role. He won't say no to anything, but that is the babe who played Kate on Lost. I can't remember her name. Evangeline Lilly. Good get. I wouldn't have had that. She's actually kind of sidelined in this movie. Mm. She's even though her name is in the title, she doesn't have a lot to do. But yeah, they get they go to the quantum realm in this movie. I'm gonna sound so nerdy explaining um, this, but it's um, already uh, happening. <laughs> Just throw in a zillion rumors. <clears throat> they like you know the plot of all these movies now. After they made the last Avengers, where they lost all the main characters. The ones that are left, it's just them. Like like I don't know what to do anymore. And then they like mess up doing something and then have to fucking go to the quantum realm and fight a bunch of sci-fi rascals they introduce the new big bad guy who's gonna be in the next bunch of movies uh played by jonathan majors oh friend of the show i'm saying that too much this he's episode. in the he's in the the trailer i think right yeah okay but he's like his new movie looks good he's about to pop off he's in creed 3 which is about to come out that movie where he's, he plays a bodybuilder looks really interesting. That's at like Cannes or some festival right now. People are saying it's mm-hmm. a piece of work. Yes, yes. yes, and we are on our way to Cannes as well, just in case the fans were wondering why uh, we're not at Cannes yet. But uh, he was good in this. This movie, it was, like a lot of these Marvel movies, too joke-heavy. They throw a lot that. of jokes out there. Some of them are good, and it's like, okay, I'm having fun. But when it's a bad joke, it's like I want to leave. Like, why I want to leave. Why am I watching this goofball fest? Um, the guy from I think you should leave. The like <laughs> car wheel spinoff car is in this movie, which is very fun. You have no good car ideas. Yes, he admitted. And this one is like a you know they try to make like a Star Wars movie. Basically, they got Michael Douglas, Michelle Pfeiffer as the wasps parents they're all getting shrunken down going on this wacky adventure michael douglas being in these movies is such a strange overpay no one who's going to the ant-man cares about 
or maybe even recognizes Michael Douglas. Except for me. And guess what? He might have been the best part of this movie. <laughs> Some 10-year-old in the front row, lunch is for wimps. Yeah. Like, oh my God, I love falling down. <laughs> I loved you in traffic. Where are the drugs? <laughs> Where are they? But yeah, they give him a lot of jokes, but his all worked because he's a fucking pro and knows oh, he's how to great. deliver yeah. a fucking joke. Like when he told everybody he got throat cancer from eating Catherine Zeta-Jones' cunt. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's cool guy stuff. That was a most like unnecessary overshare on the planet. Just tell people you have cancer. No one's going to ask what kind on television. Mm, and where right. and even if they did ask what kind they're not going to go was it like were you a cigar smoker or did you just go down on a dirty box fucking it's not even what that is hpvs it's a whole different thing <laughs> get loving the guard this, Silvac. I'm loving this like second Vax. ank who's correcting yeah, i don't know what tonight. he's doing there's two of, there's two of me Two I'm splitting. I'm not even doing a bit. It's just me twice. What are you, Ant-Man in uh, the quantum um, realm? Uh, when um, he uh, splits up and then there's like a zillion of them? There's a bunch of like cool scenes like that where, you know, if you're as high as I was you solo? in this movie. Yeah. Even better. I went right after work. I uh, had a big... I did. did I was you, actually like too you high. Smoke in at work or in the car? In the car. I decided not to smoke weed at work. Mm. That might not be wise. <laughs> Joe, stop. You're but uh, my big thing with this movie, I really like when he shrinks down. And mm. then all the stuff that's normally small is big to him because he's small now. I think that's good stuff. Mm. And it never gets old. You're a big honey, I shrunk the kids guy. Exactly. That's, and that's really what they're, they're, they're trying to pull people from our generation to these movies with that. They got This needed more of that. The first two Ant-Man movies have more of that where... You know, they take advantage of the... Yeah, that's a stinky... Yeah, Joe, uh, friend of the show, just came down and took a giant shit Ooh, in her Joe. litter box. Jojo. Yeah. The thanks, chills... thanks, Joe. The fucking chill zone has never been so unchill. Um, all but, right. But yeah, this Would movie... I enjoy this movie? Mm, maybe. You'd probably... There, you'd, you'd have some fun with it. I'd have a go... I'd have a go... Corey Stoll plays like a floating skull named Modoc. I'm like, I get entirely too much work for how bland I am. He kind of does. He just torpedoed billions because they couldn't do a proper contract negotiation with, um, what's his face? The guy who plays Bobby Axelrod and whose name is escaping me. He was the main character. He was also in Homeland. Uh, Brody uh, Stevens. Nope. Brody... I know you mean, I don't know his Damn name. it, what the fuck is that guy's name? It's killing me. Somebody tell me later. Yeah. Um, anyway, but Corey Stoll just like stepped in and it was almost like they were like, yeah, well, we still, we're going to do a full season with this guy instead, which is like my least favorite thing ever. Mm. And Yellowstone's about to do it after they've already lost me. I think Costner just knew the show was getting bad and he wanted to leave before he got associated with a bad show. I mean, could be. No more switching out the main character. Just let the fucking show die. Stop being greedy. It's not going to work. It never works. Yeah. The uh, There's also a moment when uh, the bad guy says enough and he like shouts in a cool way. I swear there's a Everything. moment in every movie where someone shouts the word enough. And we think that's fun mm, here at this we program. Do. It's kind of where it came from. You might name. be wondering, it is. You might be wondering, did I sit there like a piece of dog shit and watch the two post-credit sequences? You did, didn't you, you little fucking snake? <laughs> you were like different people. I sure did. 
but want to reveal them on air for all the nerds <laughs> no i would never spoil just the... whisper them to me i'll i promise i'll turn your mic off they weren't even... actually i will spoil one little bit of it sorry folks if you don't want to hear it's not anything but just in case no one cares at all just spoil just it go ahead like 30 seconds or so owen wilson <laughs> is in one of the post-credit sequences <laughs> Which just really made me cackle. The fact that he's like, I'm in the MCU. Wow, I oh, finally wow. made it. I'm in a multiverse. I'm, I'm in the quantum realm. Wedding Crashers 2 got shelved, but here I am. <laughs> wow. My own Wilson sucks. Wow. It bothers me a lot because I feel like it's a rather easy one to get. I don't love mine either. I feel like it's mine's just mine. like a hacky's like default version. Take away the wow. It's not there anymore, but yeah. it's at least you have the wow. Mm. But... I will say I did enjoy watching this movie. I don't know if it's just because I went in with like no expectations. Everyone's mm. like shitting on this, which is weird for a Marvel movie. People are normally just like, you know, people e are typically overjoyed up. with every Marvel anything that comes out ever. Yeah, but I don't know. I I enjoyed this. Maybe I just hadn't been to the movies in a bit, but mm. I don't know why I'm giving it qualifiers. I enjoyed it. it was to a, say it was you a good it, one. it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> You can enjoy it. I'm, I'm <laughs> giving classic, you this. Scotty. I'm giving you this one. And it had a, you know, I don't say this a lot, but it's a cool like turn off your brain movie. Like it's very dumb, and like it explains everything, so like the seven year olds who it was made for can get it. And I'm sitting there in the theater, like, mm, yes, yes, this is scientific. And yeah, I don't, I don't hate when they do that either. Yeah, it's let's allows me a little more phone time. I can kind of zone out. Especially, Think about work and stuff. Yeah, especially like the multiverse stuff. Yeah. These, it's getting complicated. It's getting like... Yes. You know, they, they had to explain... This guy gives this monologue where it's like... I was imagining the kids in the theater being like, what is he talking about? Like, is he still talking? Was it a full packed house full of kids? Uh, it wasn't too packed. I had the better part of a road to myself were you like smelling their hair as you walked by i was doing a good amount of that and did the they, parents catch you or yeah they called the cops i missed oh, uh that's too bad i missed a couple moments but uh i'm going to recommend ant-man and the wasp quantumania mm. in all its wordy bad title a lot of cute kids in the theater <laughs> think about that when you buy your tickets it's a review and yeah that's pretty much all I got. Might that be enough? I mean, I also watched a movie called Fall on Stars, which I found surprisingly enjoyable. Mm. It's a good thing I canceled Stars <laughs> right after that, right before I was able to watch, or right after, rather, I was able to watch that. Yeah, yeah. Damn it. Maybe I'll bring it back. But yeah, this is, it's about two babes. They're like climbing a radio tower. They're thrill seeking adventure types, mm. and their ladder breaks. So they're stuck like 2,000 feet in the air. And it was shot really cool and like made me feel sick. The shots of them like looking down. They, they make me feel sick. They did a good job of uh, conveying the situation they were in. Mm. They kind of like nailed it. And they also got a lot of cool stuff out of uh, them being stuck. They thought of a lot of cool, like, what if they tried this, but then this happened? You know, like one location thrillers sure. where they have to... You know, there's trial and error. It was a cool, like, survival mm. type movie. And uh, way better than you'd think it would be. It's on Peacock right now, and I recommend it. Oh, wait, no, it's on Stars, not Peacock. Stars. 
stars fall fall and that might be it i'm leafing through here i don't think i watched anything else mm. at least didn't make i think it that's out. enough it seems like enough what if this is as good as it gets <sighs> i mean folks i think this is as good as it gets agreed and why don't you shoot us an email at enoughthepodcast at gmail.com with any questions, will. comments, concerns, bits, goofs, ideas, gaffes, kid rock, song title, ideas. And our social media presence needs to be more alive and well. I need to like reactivate that Twitter. I'm bad at doing tweets oh, i don't do the instagram almost ever it's at podcast enough on twitter at enough the podcast on instagram i'm on both of those platforms at skip season twitter is the place where we may take off yeah that's all i gotta say i did have another hot tweet the other day sometimes it happens at skip season go check it out folks and i'm at ank underscore fit yes and check on, out i think twitter and instagram Check out angfit.com on the World Wide Web. Please do. If you're a web surfer. And email us at Enough the Podcast. I'll say it again. I'm waiting on those emails. I want to get an email. Send it to us. We need an email. And also have a goo. If you could, we'd like that too. And bye. Have a good one, man. Have a goo. Have a goo.